the shallow end. We're your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. That's Nert and Kurt. And uh, today we have so much to talk about. Like way too much. Too much. Yeah. We I need to, we're going to, we were just talking about how we need to like slow down and like talk through things more and clarify things. But today we're just going to just keep Not going to do that. Not going to do that at all. We're just going to keep going. Uh, we're going to talk about men in gowns. We're going to talk about the wrong way to be right wing. Mm. Which is all of it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about meat versus beyond meat. Oh, gosh. That's the meat beyond. breakdown. And some other stuff, too. Nah, lots okay. of stuff. Yeah. Lots of stuff to get okay. through. So where should we begin? Let's start with the guy who nobody who nobody knows who this man is. Although he's just been showing Everywhere. up on the TL. Yeah, exactly. Lately. I know. Yeah. I've only ever seen this man in a context where I'm like, who's that? But why are they talking about him? Anyway, so here we are. Here There's we are. a guy named Billy Porter. He's an American actor. He's a gay guy. He often wears... Uh, gowns? Gowns. Extravagant gowns. A, and he also, like, sports it with a goatee. Mm-hmm. And like him, <laughs> the, his whole thing is just like he's breaking down fashion barriers because like nobody wears a goatee. True. That's actually interesting. Yeah, except for my husband. Or like, you know, <laughs> communists from <Yeah>. history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a choice. Maybe he's a communist. I don't yeah. know. Like, Anyways, that. it's a choice. It's not even the gowns that's like weird. It's like the goatee. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because he, he considers himself a bit of a trailblazer for wearing dresses. And I'm like. He never even discusses the goatee. <laughs> yeah, that's that. And, but honestly, men have been wearing dresses forever like um hello on. scottish people right get over yourself hello jesus wore robes and like, <laughs> like yeah exactly you know, obviously it was different because he's actually wearing women's clothing so it is a little bit different but a little bit but also like I, I asked you who he was and you're like oh he was in the original broadway production of kinky boots. boots so it's like okay so he's in a like semi-historical like story about men dressing up as women. So he's not a trailblazer. Like he's portraying a a thing that's been going on for a long time. Also drag queens. They wear dresses all the time. But he likes likes to take credit for it. Right. Well, so he's mad. He's a gatekeeper. He's a gatekeeper. Oh, (laughs) he's mad though. I should say before we get into why he's mad, I think like just in the back of his head and deep in his heart, he's going through some stuff. He is recently divorced. Hmm. And uh, his hus- him and his husband had been together for f- quite a few years, like That's six sad. years or so. And then also now he's apparently poor and selling his house because of the uh, strikes, because he's working so much. Yeah. <laughs> and all those him. shows we all, all know him we from. Anyway, so that's just some a little context about him. But why is he mad? Okay, so I, I honestly, I'm confused, but... He's mad. He's mad at Anna Wintour, who's the editor in chief of Vogue, and he's mad at Harry Styles. But this Harry Styles thing happened in 2020. Yeah. So Harry Styles was the first man to have a solo cover in Vogue, and in that he wore a dress. And at the time, Billy Porter was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, like, like the LGBTQ community is like, bit like walked so you could run." And he was like mad that Harry Styles is a white cis male, even though he's like, "Oh, you're non-binary," which is kind of funny because it's like. I agree with you, Billy. Yeah. What is non-binary? It's nothing. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's just funny something that you say. That out. Yeah. No, and that's he's a like, but it's like it's like almost like anti-non-binary. What he's saying because he's like, we're well, actual gay people. You're. I think that that's fair. I think a lot of people in the gay community who are the LGB actually are against the other letters, mm. obviously, mm-hmm. because it does erase their existence. Being transgender completely erases homosexuality mm-hmm. <laughs> like think mm-hmm. about it yep. or it tries to it doesn't yeah. successfully do that but it tries to yeah i think what's so funny about what he's saying about harry styles is that he thinks that he can compete with harry styles yeah. getting a cover and i know that's the funny thing it's like it was either this 50 year old 40 year old black nobody guy knows. who nobody knows or like the hottest most popular most male popular male right pop star in the world yeah like mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. not the guy too- from kinky boots right. 10 years ago this is vogue we're talking about or yeah. harry styles who everyone knows and taylor swift dated him like Exactly. Like there's a song written about him by Taylor Swift. Like, give me a break. Where's your Taylor Swift song, yeah. Billy? It's like- going to be called Men in Dresses. It's going to be uh, from the vault. It's it's just like, and especially like as an actor, he should know, like you're, you're in Hollywood, you should be used to rejection. You should be used to the other guy getting the role. But you know what it is? It's because his entire personality is his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like that's the problem. I just don't understand why this is coming up now. Okay. It reminds me of... In Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval is still really mad at Stassi and Katie over the yeah. um, the book. Well, yeah, so the book. Stassi, for context, hosted a book signing at Tom Sandoval's restaurant, Tom Tom, and his um, his partner's wife. 
Katie Maloney uh, also kind of supported her friend, whatever. Anyway, he's still holding on to this grudge yeah. in the season nine mm-hmm. of Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what this it reminds me of. It was traumatizing for me. It was tra- yeah. It's like, you are not traumatized by something minuscule that happened two years ago. Like, get over it. There are real issues in the world, you know? Yeah, so this is like the same thing. It's like, why is this coming up now? Probably because Billy Porter needs the girls in the shallow end to talk about him. Yeah, I was thinking, that's exactly what I had in my notes though. He, clearly he's struggling financially. He needs attention so he can start getting sympathy and then hopefully a job, I guess. That's one way to do it. What I couldn't believe is the fact that he called Anna Wintour a a bitch. bitch. Like you want to try to propel your career and you're calling one of the most powerful women in media and fashion a bitch. Like He's he's going half con. It's just insane to me. Like I, she, you like say what you want about her, but she is influential. She's probably a bitch. Yes, of course probably, she is. Yeah, the Devil Wears Prada is allegedly it's a, about exactly. her. Yes, like, exactly. And that lady was a bitch. And she probably couldn't, wouldn't have gone to where she is if she weren't. Yeah, frankly, a hundred percent. And well, well, you know, not to sound like a raging feminist, but it's like if it was a man at the head of Vogue. He wouldn't be a bitch. He'd be a visionary. He'd mm-hmm. be a hard worker. He'd right. be a boss. It would be different. But that's, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, he should just not let his emotions rule him. I just think it's funny because he's like, basically his his problem with Harry Styles is like, you're not gay and you're wearing a dress and you're taking a spot away from a gay person. But I'm like, do poor people and trailer park people get mad when they see Eminem portraying a trailer? Like, I mean, okay, that's a bad example because he actually lived in a trailer park. Let's, but like well, people the, portray like poor people all the time or poor people like, you, we did all the work. Like you could say you that can, about Taylor Swift's you need to calm down video. And actually people were upset by it because she basically portrayed white Christian conservatives as trailer trash, mm-hmm. as white trash, because they were, you know, against, they're typically against gay marriage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She did actually, her whole video was in a trailer park. Right. So, I mean, and people were Well, that's outraged. not a loving caricature. Yeah. Yeah. No, because like, it's like, like Harry calling- Styles wearing a dress isn't doing like an F you to men in dresses. It was no. like, it, he was trying to be glamorous. So she's not trying to do a glamorous portrayal of white Christian no. people. It's but like- if anything- I think women should be upset that Harry Styles landed a solo cover of Vogue. Like women, women in that industry are like clawing their way to try to get that opportunity. It was taken away from them by a man. This is a women's magazine. Like I get he, I get his appeal. I think he's super hot, but like, I think it it is unfair. It's unfair, but it's also like, what's to, okay. It's going to go to Bella Hadid or Florence Pugh. Like, it's the same people. It's yeah, like, typically. Is it going to be like some breakthrough artist who's going to get on the cover of Vogue? No, it's going to be a yeah. Hadid or a or a Jenner and like. But even that's like okay. Kim Kardashian, I know she has a lot of privilege in the industry, and she and you're like, why is she famous? But she did technically work very hard to land her own cover on Vogue. The, the first time she was on the cover was because of Kanye, and it was for their wedding. Mm-hmm. So she kind of had to like build herself up and her own reputation. And and but she's just a pop star like he's not yeah. he has done work like i think my point is though he's a man and it's mm-hmm. a women's magazine yeah. like if well, i would i give us a nod by wearing a dress right but like <laughs> would i get on the cover of gq yeah if no. i were someone famous probably GQ-dy. not right hey and i just go like and you know. wear a tux i wear a tux yeah they i probably, mean it would be cute but also i could see it be like as a man i'd be like that's annoying yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah i do I know. know i know but i still like i I'm not really a hater. I don't know. Whatever. She's not really a hater, folks. And that's... But actually, I am. But that's that. Should we move on? Okay. So, Bella Hadird. I don't have a ton to say about this other than... Well, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself once again. So, Bella Hadid has returned from a five-month hiatus because she's been really sick with Lyme disease, which is like, I had no idea. Yeah. So, it's weird because her, her brother, and her mom all allegedly... Allegedly have Lyme And disease. it's not contagious. No, it's not contagious. So they it's, each got individually bitten by a lot, a tick that carried Lyme disease. Like yes. not every tick carries it. No, you apparently, I Googled it and I don't know how accurate the, uh, this data is, but it's like you have a one in 50 chance of getting it, which is like kind of One big. in 50 total or total. if you get bit. Right. So actually that's like, a good do point. we have that same chance or Maybe, is it like if you get, I think it's like if you get bit. I think you're right. But the point is, is that even if you do get bitten by a tick, it's very hard to detect this illness. Like it, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you're misdiagnosed and mm-hmm. you don't actually have it. So I just think it's 
kind of weird, especially because on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Yolanda, which is Bella Hadid's mom, that's when she was first diagnosed with Lyme disease and she really milked it on the show. When she was pregnant? No, no, no. no. She got Lyme disease yeah. on the show. Okay. And yeah. Bella Hadid, whatever, that's mm-hmm. her mom, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of the cast accused Yolanda of having Munchausen's because she just kind of like milked it so much. And it's like one of those things I feel like where when you say you have an illness, you let that kind of take over your life and then you actually like start to feel sick. Like that's what Lyme disease is in my opinion. No, it's serious, dude. No, I know, but it's like people, you do, you can't right. all it's, have it's it. It's like, um, what's that thing? Fibromyalgia where it's, it's like phantom pain and it's like who knows what is actually causing this. But not only that, it's just that most people who are, like I think a lot of people who are diagnosed with Lyme disease may not actually have Lyme disease. Or it people could be another who do have it are diagnosed disorder. with other stuff. Right. Like, yeah. I just think it's, like, so hard to detect. It so is, the it fact is. that the three of them have it, I'm like, No, it's, that's super freaking weird. It's weird. It's super weird. I wrote the exact same thing. I'm like, how much time did they spend in fields growing up? Like, they all got Lyme disease? Yeah, it's just strange. Like, the only way to get it is from a tick bite or from a mother passing it to a fetus. So it's like, what is and going I don't on think, in the Hadid house? And Yolanda didn't have it before. Like, she got yeah. it later in life. Yeah, so, so it wasn't like pa- she passed it to her children. It's no, super exactly. weird. But I do know, going back, I know Lyme disease is actually serious. It's just like, our medical system is so bad at detecting this stuff. It's so hard to know. And people yeah. are often mistreated for all these things. So And that could be making them even more sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just also, weird. also, there are certain treatments and medications that people have been taking a lot of recently mm. that um, increase your immune response to yes. certain viruses, including, I'm not sure, I don't know if Lyme disease is a virus. I don't. Um, it's like an autoimmune disease. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it, it could also be from something like that, that increases your immune response yeah. to things. Like you could be like, oh, I had a dormant whatever, but it's like, oh, now I have all these symptoms because of some experimental medication that I may have taken in the last two years. Ooh, yeah. I don't know, whatever. That's all. That's. Yeah. It's could just, be. It's interesting. And just for context, so why Lyme disease is often difficult to diagnose is because it's, there are so many common symptoms like headaches, dizziness, body pain that's never like get flu. that right like that's like a flu yeah you know um so wait yeah the the chance of catching Lyme disease from an individual tick ranges from roughly zero to 50 so mm. and that's according to the firelands regional medical that makes Center. me feel a lot better because i'm so paranoid of ticks and i found two in my house this summer and i like lost my mind that's so lost scary. My, i've had nightmares about right. ticks yeah it's just an interesting disease because even on like the tl i've heard a lot of people conspiring about it and so it's just like i have my reservations about about it you know what i mean just because like I just don't trust our medical no, you system at all. So it's like, no. I don't know. Like there's just a bunch so of many hoses. random weird diseases like this that have kind of made headlines recently. And you're like, is this like real or what's like going I think, on? I mean, I'm basing this off of what Joe Rogan says, which is obviously a hundred percent factual mm-hmm. medical mm-hmm. advice. So huh, this is true. Um, joking. That was a joke. Yeah. Um, no, but he said that there are the, like the cases of Lyme disease and like ticks are just rampantly like increasing it's crazy in north america specifically why i that's a good point i don't know but is it actually lyme disease right true i don't know like Like, is it actually but the ticks carry other diseases too and like maybe they're getting misdiagnosed like if you get bitten by a tick you'll have a um, bruise like you'll have like what they call like a bullseye it's like a red mark around it you need to get that out of you immediately like i have a little tick removing device but you should go to the hospital because they can give you some antiviral that will kill the viruses that may or may not be in you but like if you wait more than 24 hours you could get really really sick but also it's like i totally know what you mean it's like all of a sudden everyone has this really hard to diagnose disease it's like do they or like what's i totally get it it's like Like we have a friend who has an autoimmune disorder and she's been misdiagnosed her whole freaking life and she finally just got the surgery to that because mostly fixed her mm-hmm. i mean she's still obviously gonna you know suffer through it a little bit but it's just like the like doctors don't know what the hell they're no. doing and it's all trial and error so you mean to tell me that they were able to diagnose all three of them no. like no it's just very impossible to me even with all the wealth they have yeah like it's like your doctor's still your doctor yeah no like, someone in my family was diagnosed with lyme disease but we don't think that's what it is right yeah so it could just be like hmm headaches phantom pains or whatever it is like body chills yeah. it's like mm, lyme disease and I don't want to like minimize anyone who has it or thinks no, they have it or whatever. No, it's super serious. It's just we think maybe they're just like diagnosing people with other stuff. It's just like all of a sudden, yeah, I hear it's you. Just, it's just weird. I don't know. I'm it's just, weird. It just, it's very weird. It just makes my tinfoil hat start ringing a little bit. Mm. Um, but that's another thing. It's like 
maybe some things are just fact, like they're just happening. Like maybe yeah. there's just so much more Lyme disease for whatever reason. And because of all the lies yeah. and the persistent bullying that we've all undergone and the gaslighting from the media and the government is just like, I don't believe anything they say. That's just, a good and point that's so too. dangerous too. That like, is dangerous. They're the ones spreading misinformation. Like you weren't allowed to say, oh, maybe COVID was created in a lab, but like two mm-hmm. years ago, but now it's like, oh, looks like it was. Like yeah. all these things, all these things, like, oh, masks don't stop. The, all these things that we now know to be true. Even the gay frogs. We were gaslit like all about of these it things yeah. outside of COVID too. We've been gaslit for so long. People completely just Maybe don't trust. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what they wanted so that we uh, don't trust them. And now we're all going to die from Lyme disease. warfare. Honestly, like maybe and that's like, what it is. And they're like, we told you there was Lyme disease. So basically like- we're all going to get Lyme disease. Is that what we're concluding? Yeah. They're going to... That's the next big yes, thing. Yes, probably. Well, at least it's chic and hopefully you'll look as cute as Bella Hadid. I'll take mine Bella with Hadid. the salted rim. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take mine with Bella Hadid's body and face. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Although she bought her face. Yes, she did. Maybe it's body. also like you've got so much plastic surgery, girl. Maybe that ain't helping yeah, you. Yeah, it's like my, my body aches. It's like it's because yeah. half of it is silicone. It's because you w- literally ripped yourself in half. My head hurts. Yeah, because your cheekbones were one. shaved down. Exactly. Like that, that will hurt your head. Yeah. But again, I sympathize not to minimize, her. not to minimize your yeah. suffering, Bella. Welcome We're, back. Yeah, we. I I was actually going to step in for her on multiple but I roles, but that. she came back early. So you know, I so I she grac- wasn't that sick. No, exactly, <laughs> and I graciously stepped aside. That's fair. I did hear that through the grapevine, and that's just like cats facts. a giver. Cats, cats, cats a giver. Cats facts. All right. Speaking of uh, red meat. <laughs> Consumers are switching back to real deer, I guess. Amid claims, plant-based alternatives are no better for your health. Oh, who, who did the experts really need to tell us this one? Like, I'm sorry, another million dollars wasted by experts, like, like researching the fact that nobody wants to eat dyed red potato starch. It's like literally, you're taking something that's a hundred percent beef and trying to replace it with something that has like 15 different ingredients. Most of it's salt. Like, yeah, most of it was like, like, uh, it's a starch that thickens and gives like a chewy texture. That's like most of the ingredients. It's like this is a thickening agent. Like, and I think the biggest thing is we don't know the long term effects of what eating this type of stuff will do to you i'm sure it's gonna be bad like yeah. i can just assume that but like it's just such crap it's yeah. crap yeah so basically society is moving past beyond meat and we're going back to we're the moving beyond exactly beyond we're beyond beyond meat and we're going back to basics people are eating meat again supermarkets are cutting down on vegan products by about 10 percent in the uk yeah. Um, and Beyond Meat is reporting a 30% decline in sales. And the funny thing is, is that Beyond Meat, like the company, is blaming basically conspiracy theory. Oh, they're like, they're like, people are spreading disinformation and false narratives about uh, vegan meat being harmful. And it's like, I think the onus is actually on you guys to convince me that, that eating. Healthier. Exactly. Maybe start by not listing any of the ingredients or the caloric the caloric value of it or you know the amount of sodium that's in it because that really turned me off when I cook myself I don't cook when I cook myself a slab of red meat (laughs) I control the seasoning yeah so I control how healthy it is yeah like that's such a good point like sure beyond meat has it has like 35 grams oh no 20 grams of protein for four ounces so that's like high but steak is 35 grams for five ounces but as I mentioned there's a whole bunch of other crap packed in with your Beyond yeah. Meat. Like, it's just not healthy. Yeah. No, your husband made us amazing hamburgers one day, and I asked him, like, what do you put in your burgers? And he's like, nothing. I just put seasoning, and I mush it together. It's and I was like, salt. don't you need egg and and breadcrumbs? He's like, no. He just put salt. He just put, yeah. It was so good, and yeah. that's how I make them now. And I, because I got it's all caught up in this. You need an egg to stick it. No, it's, it's meat. It'll stick together. It together. You don't need any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I also um, wonder if it's part of the reason why um, it's um, Beyond Meat is not doing as well in the market is because a lot of celebrities are kind of backtracking and they're no longer vegan. Like Miley Cyrus mm. and Liam, Liam Hemsworth both talked about how it made them weaker. And like, didn't Liam Liam Hemsworth have to get a surgery because he was vegan? Oh, I don't know. Something like that. Anyway. That's horrible. Look look it up yourself. Look this it up. Look, look it up. Look it up. But anyway, so like they're, <laughs> they've been very public about how being vegan has impacted their health negatively. So I feel like that's not the best marketing campaign for y'all. No, at Beyond it's not. Meat. 
They're going to have to pay Kim Kardashian a lot more to keep. Even she's not really vegan, though. On the Kardashian Kardashians, she always cheats. She's like, I'm having a vegan cheat day. I'm like, that means you're not vegan. <laughs> I know. Someone describes yeah. someone as like, oh, they're kind of vegan. I'm like, kind Vigish? of vegan is not vegan. You're I'm Vigish? kind of vegan. I eat a bean once in a while. Yeah. Like, that's kind of vegan. Uh, yeah. It's this just, is bean water. It's yeah. vegan. Exactly. Actually, it has that's, milk in it. It has dairy. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's kind of vegan. Yes. It's kind of. Um, also, one thing that bugs me about Beyond Meat, and this is not necessarily related to why they're not successful, but it's like if you're a vegan because you, you know, you care about animals or whatever, why would you want your Beyond Meat to taste like actual I know. meat? And have like fake blood it and like real lives. Out. It's like, so why are you really vegan? Like, yeah. you just, like it's just all performative at that point. Like, it's, it's I mean, I was going to make a really gross analogy about like pedophilia and childlike <laughs> sex dolls but like it's like what how is that helping your addiction to meat or whatever like how is that helping yeah it's weird not gonna say it yeah um i do really gonna get canceled on the show i'm conspiring about lyme disease (laughs) you're talking about pedophiles sex dolls i don't know i'm not talking about it i didn't didn't (laughs) i didn't you guys it's been a long week it's been a long already it's tuesday (laughs) yeah um I just want to like, this has nothing to do with the actual meat, but it's funny to me. Okay. So this is one of the articles that is on this is from the Daily Mail. It's what we've been talking about, but I want to read out the full article title Oh yeah, because please. it's so funny. It sounds like three different people wrote their own titles. Their and headlines. Then, exactly. And then Next they just level. smoosh them together and yeah. we're just going to digress. Okay. So yeah. this is the title. Please go. <clears throat> I need to like catch my breath. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> has Britain reached peak vegan? Consumers are switching back to real meat amid claims plant-based alternatives are no better for your health as beyond meat sales slump and stores ditch vegan products amid cost of living crisis. You said amid twice in one title. Guys, what are you doing? You know Hire my friend to I just slide there. That's and embarrassing. They never got back to me. She will write a title that's just one title. You don't even need three people to write the title. Yeah. Nat will do it. Granted, like all my experience was just that one place we used to work at mm-hmm. before. So it's well, like, now you okay. have a lot more. But now I'm like reapply super, and yeah. hi- fire this person because that's ridiculous. Yes. It's probably true. not even the person who wrote the article. It's probably the editors. They always do that. But I find their headlines are just crazy. They're crazy. Most of the time. They're way too long. It's the, you don't you even need to the read the article. three different times. Yeah. You said it. It just it just kind of gives everything away yeah. in the headline. You're like, oh, I'm not reading the article. I never read the article. And yeah. then they do those three little bullet points. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm like, good. I do sometimes read the article and I'm like, literally everything was in the bullet points. Yeah. I shouldn't have wasted my time. Don't waste your time. Especially when some of them are like 4,000 words long and you're like, this does not need to be like this anyway it's all just for the ads but it's like who's even looking at the ads when the anyways yeah it's just we'll pray for I you know. we'll pray for you okay should we move on um Foundation? yeah i just wanted to say, i just wanted to say just like all these companies are getting rid of like nestle and like um oatly they're just like pulling vegan stuff so it's just yeah. like bye and um i think that's the best thing that's ever happened yeah in the in a long time we're to good. our society we're good on it we're healing clearly mm-hmm. because every like vegans I mean, some of y'all are very healthy and you're able to get enough protein through things that are not uh, fake, mm-hmm. like Beyond Meat or like tofu and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But most people who follow that lifestyle are not healthy and they're kind of fat. So She's calling you out. I'm calling you out and it's- You know who you, you are. need to eat red meat. Yeah. Okay? All right. Sorry. Perfect. Okay. Is foundation dead? No. I don't think so either, but it's interesting. So uh, they, and we're talking about makeup. Foundation. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. So this person, I, face. so this article is from last year, but I, I saw the, a tweet commenting on it in my TL recently. So TL. the person was like, it's not a new era of self-acceptance. It's what I said last year about how beauty shifted to being about the semblance of biological advantage rather mm-hmm. than skill. We see this transition through the shift towards skincare, surgery, and injectables, lash extensions. So mm-hmm. totally. I totally agree. Like, I think that people are trying to now enhance yeah, their exactly. natural beauty. Used to be like, rather remember than all that makeup, like the Kim Kardashian contouring, like that was bad because people look like clowns, but yeah. it was also like, at least we're all in the same playing field. We're all drawing on our faces. Yeah. But now it's we're like, all catfishing. it's like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, the natural clean girl thing is in, but it's not natural at all because everyone has silicone injectables and like yeah. tinted lashes and tinted brows. And it's just like, you're faking the natural look but they're just trying to sell you injectables instead of foundation and it's, it's the funny same. because foundation is a lot cheaper <laughs> than getting those procedures like yeah even like lash extensions like they're beautiful 
when they're done well. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sheena Shea. Yes, sorry. Uh, but you have to keep going back and it's hundreds of dollars. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not affordable for everyone. It's not accessible, but foundation, most people can afford it. And most people can figure out how to use it pretty well. Guys, let me just tell you right now, okay? You take a little bit of foundation and you mix it with your moisturizer and mm-hmm. you create like a gooey, nice base, especially if you're not too oily. I'm a little oily. I'm but, an oily gal. But still, if you're using a not, if you're using a moisturizer for you that's not oily, mm-hmm. it should be fine. And then you and then you apply it with a brush and really damp it in. Yeah. And give it a spritz. Like you can do it without looking cakey. Not too much. And it's not too much. It's interesting because the person in the article who's the makeup artist for Euphoria, one of the people referenced, her name's Donnie Davy. She doesn't use foundation or powder on the cast, she said, because she wants to like she wants to actually see the texture of your of their skin. And I'm like, yeah, because they're young, rich Hollywood actors who have perfect skin because they can afford to get all the stuff that makes their skin perfect. Yeah. Like the rest of us don't have that. When I have a pimple, <laughs> I need to cover it. Because I can't go to the facialist to get that sucker yeah. like surgically removed from exactly. my face. I think it's I think it's smart on her part because it's the look. It's more like realistic. you don't see a lot of like 20-year-olds with a full fake, sorry, face of cakey foundation. It's just yeah. not something you see. Mostly when I think cakey foundation, I think of like a man on a Holly like in a Hollywood movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like people aren't doing so much of that anymore just because it's the style. So she's trying to be in trend with that, like yeah. or in line with that trend. But like you said, it's like those people are also like super, like Zendaya is like got the most beautiful skin on the in planet. The yeah. It's probably all the smart water she drinks. Exactly. So it's like, okay, well that doesn't really help me on yeah, a daily like basis. The rest of us are left with our bumpy skin. Exactly. To cry it out in the mirror. Yeah. As we cover it with our dirty makeup brushes. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm triggered. Sorry. It sounds gross. I trigger you with that all the time. I know. Every time she's like, she tweeted once. If, what did you say? You're like, this if you your- can read this, this is your reminder to clean your makeup brushes. And I was like, oh, I know. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm I so know. triggered. It's super I annoying. felt very called out. I think like, again, I'm happy that we're kind of trying to embrace our natural beauty finally. And we don't all have to be a Kardashian clone. though. Natural yes, with exactly. an asterisk. Exactly. But most of us do actually just live our lives yeah. without any surgical intervention. Or that, or breaking our necks or backs, trying to like fit in with trends. Like it right. seems like if you're online, it's like, oh, everyone's doing this look. It's like, well, you walk outside, you see lots of different It's true. And things. it's funny because all of these, you know, influencers on TikTok who are makeup artists and stuff, it's like, they put this like face of makeup on. They're like, oh, it's all natural. But when you go outside in the real world, you can always tell, mm-hmm. like you can always see it just caked on the you like can someone's see that face. Line. Right. That's my biggest fear in life. Well, that's a good reason not to do foundation. Yeah. I see it all the time. Guys, tinted moisturizers, skin, like I use like a tint instead of a foundation mm-hmm. and it's medium, light to medium coverage. But like, I don't know. You want to see your face. If you have a pimple, you use a little concealer on just a dot, like the tiniest spot right on this and then a little powder and Mm -hmm. you're good to go. Like sometimes I dab the powder on with my finger. Yes, absolutely. So just in that spot because you don't really need it all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Agreed, guys. Call us. We're very talented. I'm not very good at makeup, but. Well, you are though. But I don't wear a lot of it. Well, that's, you don't. Because you know? you're naturally we're, beautiful, we're man. So, we're it's just so pretty. Not right? helpful to the average person. Yeah. It's like, just be prettier. But <laughs> no, seriously, but mix that shit yeah. with your moisturizer. Yes. Not your concealer. Although I do do that instead of foundation. I mix mine with like concealer and I put that mm-hmm. all over the place and I blend it in. Anyways, you guys, you want to know what we're doing. So we'll but just also, can we just not demonize foundation completely? No. Because I think people do look better when they wear it. When you when your skin is nice and even. For mm-hmm. those of us, like I said, who can't afford the nice skincare facialist to come yep. do whatever. It's nice to just... It's super nice. Just It's nice and easy and, and quick. And I'm sick of being told, like, oh, it's over. That's not in. We're not doing that anymore. It's like, oh, I've been, this has been working for me for the last 10 years. But okay, well, I'm not going to do it anymore because yeah. euphoria makeup lady says it's it's passe like no bitch like it's working for me yeah exactly Get like off. just do what works for you do what works for you and 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 blend yeah okay, okay. moving on to more <sighs> haters okay so Steven crowder um are we gonna talk about the right wing or are we doing that we later should, should we start with crowder first okay, let's do crowder and then crowder. go into it because it yeah. kind of provides context i think it does so we've talked about Stephen Crowder on the show before. For those of you who don't know him, he's a conservative commentator, very famous, used to work for The Blaze, and then he left, and now he's doing his own thing. His show's called Louder with Crowder. He's in the middle of a pretty brutal divorce. 
with his former wife who has accused him of some not so nice things. Mm -hmm. And now it turns out, well, it's not now, but it also turns out that he's been treating his employees not so great. There's some sexual assault, Mm -hmm. not assault, but sexual sexual abuse allegations, some misconduct. Yeah, sexual misconduct. Yeah. Which, Um, what's that? So now there's a new article that's come out. Basically, he sent... Uh, insane NDAs demanding $100,000 after toxic behavior leaked. Uh, So he's, that's crazy. Yeah, so it looks like he, someone released reports of how abusive and like sexual misconduct and all all these terrible toxic things that are going on allegedly in his workplace at Louder with Crowder. And his response allegedly was to make a bunch, to make his staff sign these NDAs with the punishment or penalty for breaking the NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement, which means you can't talk about whatever they say you can't talk about. Yes. And the punishment for breaking this was a hundred thousand dollar fine. And so a bunch of people left the company instead of signing it. Yeah. Um, he just sounds like a, douche. a t- tyrant. Like how, how bad is it that you need people to sign NDAs? That's what I was thinking too. I always think about this. If your employer makes you sign an NDA, like entering or exiting, it's usually cause they're hiding something. And I'm not talking about like signing an NDA, not to leak information, like private information. Oh yeah. Or like if you're working on like a, a secret project. Yeah, exactly. Like in the movie business or whatever, right, they do exactly. it a lot. Or, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Like I told, that's completely different. But when it comes to like not being able to disparage a company, there's something suspect going on mm-hmm. all the time. And so make sure that you read the fine print. That's really good at that. I'm such an idiot. I'll just like sign stuff. Not me. Not anymore, though. You got to, especially like these days, you never know. Mostly like unless they're offering you a lot of money, I would never sign an NDA, to be honest. How much? How much are we talking? I'm talking like like a million dollars. I'll I'll sign whatever you want for a million dollars. For a million dollars, I would do it. Yeah. So we talked about this last week, but like people idolize people so much Mm -hmm. and like I never idolized Crowder, but I did like him. I watched his show like pretty much every day. I, I liked it. But since hearing this- and like when the ring video came out of him yelling at his wife, pregnant wife, pregnant wife, eight months, eight pregnant. months, pregnant wife saying, I will F you up or something yes. like that. Um, I stopped watching guy. the show and like, not because it's like, Oh my, the idol was, had fallen. Like my belief in him has broken. It's like, I just, it's sour to me now. Well, like I, I never idolized the guy and I, I just move on with my life. It's not like, Oh, well, it's the not, man I loved is like, I can't, I have to stop watching a show now. But it's, it's like, not no, like I just Lizzo where we don't really know what happened fully. It's like, we saw it on tape, him yelling at his very pregnant wife. Who's mm-hmm. who, what? I mean, I, there are, she allegedly set him up in this situation. We don't really know all the context. It, yeah. We it, don't it, know, it but looks, it just, it, it reflects poorly on him the most. Yeah. And regardless. the thing is, it's like, we don't need to idolize these people. I never idolized him. And now that he's done something that I don't like, I'm like, I don't want to watch a show anymore. We like people have, people have gone so f- crazy where it's like, he's my idol. And yeah. now I hate him. And yeah. like, like the Lizzo thing we talked about last week, it's like she had, she lost 200,000 Instagram, Instagram followers, followers because of the allegations that came out against her. It's like how many, there's 200,000 people who loved her so much. that They're like, I want to see everything she does. I want to, I want to follow her every move. And now I hear this and I'm like done with it. It's just like, it's a lot. I don't know. It's a lot. Um, but I think this is just very telling that this is all happening this year, just based on like, we've talked about this a lot this year, just the conservative movement as a whole, specifically right wing men and just how they've approached politics and commentary this year is just very divisive. And I don't mean to like, I don't think women are exempt from any of that blame necessarily they're like women should be held accountable as well Mm -hmm. but i'm just it just comes from a lot of right-wing males but it's just overwhelming this year and i didn't really notice it before no but i think it's because we were all on the same page many of us on the right or center right or whatever Mm -hmm. we're all on the same page about like covid covid and government interference and like mandates and coercion and all that stuff and we were and now that that's kind of like in the past people are starting to like put a microscope on all the ideologies within the right and the right it's like how the the left kept moving the goalposts yeah you're not an ally unless you do exactly what i tell you now it's like you're not based unless you live exactly as this traditional value i set box like exactly it's like i don't want to be in lockstep with you 
And I think, I think a really huge part of the problem is that a lot of people in the conservative movement now are not Christians. So it's like, why do you need to conserve anything? Like Christians actually mm-hmm. have skin in the game. We're actually, we like we, if we have a biblical worldview, that means that we have a lot to fight for in 2023 mm-hmm. based on the culture war and even like relationships and ch- protecting children, abortion, like all those types of things. And it's like, now there's just so many players and you used the example a couple of weeks ago of um Katy Perry's ex-husband oh, Russell, Brand. Russell Brand. It's like that guy is not really conservative mm-hmm. but he's been lumped in with the movement yeah. because he's anti-vax. He's anti-war, right. anti anti big pharma. Right, exactly. So it's interesting. I I think um cuz there one of the other things we wanted to touch on was um how conservative um boys are moving more to the right and women are like leaning, young girls. Yeah, yeah. And like, young women are leaning more left now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, because because of how like the rhetoric around women online is just so hateful. And yeah. like it's like, do you men really hate women that much? Because it's showing. It That's, didn't feel like that before. No. Like I felt like we were all on the same team for so long, like as conservative women. women. And every day it's like I fall farther and farther away from these people. And if I was a 14-year-old girl going to ww.twitter.com today and was like, yeah. I wanna like read up on these issues and see where I fall ideologically, I would be like pretty turned off Especially by the right wing right now. The trad wives, the trad wives that are also being like, you know, lifted up by these conservative but men. It's like fetishized in a different exactly. way. Exactly. It's, it's just, just like there's just this weird thing happening online. And I think uh Joel Berry, who's from um Babylon B, I really like the way he talked about it because um I think a lot of men are starting to catch on like, hey, I don't want to be lumped in with these bad guys either, Mm -hmm. especially as Christians, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Like, I think as a Christian man, you don't want to be associated with like the Andrew Tates and the red pill guys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he tweeted, if you hold women responsible for everything wrong in society, you're a weak feminist. Men lead and leaders take responsibility. All the woman hating among the red pill set is pathetic and gay. There's a generation of young men harboring seething anger towards women, which is ironic because nine times out of 10, it's their fathers who failed them. Oh, and those women you're mad at, their fathers failed them too. Which mm. I think is so true because weak men create bad times mm-hmm. and we're in a bad time. So it's like you can point fingers at women all you want, but I do think it's because of a lack of leadership from men. Like, you know? Yeah. Look yeah. at our government. It's just filled with weak, greedy men. Look at gender ideology. It's weak, pathetic men parading as women. Even in the church, it's like men are watering down the gospel. It's like you guys are in charge here. This mm-hmm. is this is a man's world. Like mm-hmm. it's I'm fine with it. I'm comfortable, but it's like you can't point fingers at us. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, let's let's read so this tweet that kind of sparked this debate that we're talking about. Yeah. It didn't spark the entire debate, but yeah. sparked a debate. So there's this woman, Gina Florio, who's a journalist, podcaster. She speaks a lot about like female issues. She used to write for Evie. It's pretty cool. Um, so her tweet was judging by the recently released statistics showing how rapidly teen boys are becoming more conservative while teen girls are becoming even more liberal. It's clearer than ever that whatever the right is doing just isn't landing with young women. Yeah. And the interesting thing about this is that in the comments on that tweet, it was like completely divided between women and men. Like the women were basically all like, they said something along the lines of like, um, men are telling women all these ugly, like to put it, putting women in this, their place using all these ugly platitudes. And it's like uh-huh. understandable why women don't align themselves with that ugliness. And then men in the comments are like, yeah, that's because women are based. It's like, yeah. it's just like, this is exactly what she's saying. And it's like playing out in real time in the comments. And it's like, I don't know how we're supposed to bridge this gap. Like, I don't want, that's not good for society. No, it's the worst thing that could happen. Like, like every guy's now a MGTOW and every girl's just like an OnlyFans. Like that's, that's the solution. That's what we're doing. We're not going to come together and like empower each other. Like I understand like men empowering men. I do understand the appeal of someone like Andrew Tate because there's been so much anti-man rhetoric for so long, so much. But women in the conservative movement have been pro-man for, for the last few years. All I, know. I hear are women just trying to uplift men and encourage mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. to, you know. But it's gone too far. It, it has it's gone, gone too gone, far. The now pendulum has swung way. Yeah, the pun- yeah. Pen- pendulum has swung way to the other side now and then you have women trying to hop on that trend and be like i'm not like other girls like i'm a cool girl like i'm like one of you who thinks like women hit a wall at 30 and they're gross and like if you're not a mother you're nothing it's like 
It's all. Are you helping? Are you're you helping? chasing clout from men. Exactly. Like you're doing everything you do is you're, for the approval of men. Exactly. And you're basically doing the same as taking your top off you in are. front of them, but you're just saying what you think they want to hear you say. And that's yeah. not empowering and that's not based at it's all. Like, it's like a different form of a thirst trap. Yes. Yeah. It is. For sure. It's an ideology trap. And on that tweet that Gina uh, posted, someone else, it's not a tweet, God, a post, an X, whatever. whatever. I'm calling it. Um, she said, well, let's see what the right is doing. Telling young girls that it's over for them if they're 24 and older, mm-hmm. telling them they have absolutely zero purpose or happiness outside of motherhood, not even for a damn hobby. Speaking of hobbies, belittling anything that women and girls like to do, unless it directly benefits a man. If it takes away from his hobbies and sources of enjoyment, promoting literal abusers and predator as their leaders and figureheads, being obscenely rude, nasty, and evil to people just because they're existing as someone who's different from them it's true mm-hmm. i think it's all true yeah. like even there was that what's his name was it is jason or whatever who recently quote quoted that coffee girl in toronto the heavy girl did you see that oh think, um she runs a coffee shop yeah like a mobile coffee shop she's a canadian girl i actually went and got coffee from her this sunday really she's really sweet yeah but he like quote so tweeted cute. her video because she's a tiktoker and she's really passionate about coffee and all that and anyway he was like what phenotype is this because she's a happy person and just because she doesn't look a certain way he was just like obvious i don't know what he was thinking so it's so weird like it's basically like any woman who's not wearing a bow making a tiktok about like how i support my husband every day yeah. like those are literal videos that and if you're not doing that there's you're a you're a lefty loser or ugly like like, i I think it's just because she's a heavy girl with short hair that he was like she must be like a crazy lefty but really she's just a kind human being who like she's a christian and she's a christian and anyway how dare she exist and serve coffee with her father making a small business for and empowering herself and her family how dare she exactly and a lot of what she does is um to actually empower the homeless community so she how the, dare she yeah terrible terrible woman but it's like you literally just picked on her because you had nothing better to do like she wasn't she's not some like trans identified male parading around with fake tits like no. she's just selling coffee to the it's community. gone too far it's gone too it's far. gone too far where you're just like you're just gonna stab anything that moves now like, like if i'm like hey i'm a woman i'm going to work go to work you're a whore go back to work exactly. or go back to the home like and it's like how are we gonna win over new people if exactly. we're bullying people that's, because of their characteristics exactly like, and that's what brought me to the right so hardcore it was in 2016 with trump thing but it was like basically i felt like bullied I felt bullied by the left and I felt like the right was embracing me. And it was like, we'll take whoever we'll take gays. Yeah. We'll take whoever feminists or ex-feminists or whatever. It's like, we just need people because we're trying to actually destroy this whole idea that people have of the conservatives and the right that we're just like white men in suits. It's like, no, you can be, you can be a Muslim woman and you can be conservative. You can be a Christian woman and can whatever you can be a gay guy and be conservative. It's like, I liked that open lovingness because we needed, but that's also the power. why there's so much divide now because, because we, we, we embrace too many people. We embrace too many people. But I liked that. And now I feel yeah. like we're fractured and I guess it was not, it was a naturally occurring process. It was going to happen, but I don't know. I think it's important. It's taking it too far. I think the lesson too that comes from this as Christians is that like we just need to focus on fostering community within the church and like Mm -hmm. building each other up because at the end of the day, the Christians in your life are going to be on the battlefield with you because Mm -hmm. like you believe in the same thing. You're going to see them in eternity. Like that's what matters most. So that's kind of, I think, why this is happening because we've made an idol out of politics and we need to go back to basics. Yes, and we've also like let like trends determine our morality yeah. where if you're actually a Christian, your morality is written in stones. So yeah. You don't need to worry about what's in trend right now. Like, Oh, is being super traditional trendy. Like, okay, I guess I'll do that. Like, no, like you have, you have a foundation already written for, you don't have to worry about it. You just have to live by it. And you don't need to be like, Oh, like leftism is, is in, well, I'm going to go super far right or vice versa. That's like true. you just need to stay on the path of righteousness and mm-hmm. don't worry about what the, the guys online are saying, because it, it's, like they're like, oh, you're not you're not baking a pie for your husband. You're right. a bad Christian. Like that's not written in the Bible, though. No. So not, not, not that I know. Read. Not that I know. <laughs> not any I've read. I also think it's funny how like the right is like like I kind of mentioned before, like they're moving the goalpost ever so further right. And it's like if you, so, let's play that game. Let's keep pulling it back and making like breaking it down to its fundamental values. No one is really based except for Jesus. Yeah. And that's kind of the point of Christianity. It's like, right. if you really keep peeling it back, like how good of a person are you really like Chad on Twitter? Like, well, if you're, you actually do fall short, 
and you fall short and you fall short. And the only person who doesn't is Jesus. So that's where we should all be. Like, like I just said, follow the foundation that's already written. I think if you're looking for, uh, someone to influence you as a male there's really one Hello. It, like you don't go to andrew tate yeah, you don't need even andrew jordan tate. peterson yeah you don't you just need jesus mm-hmm. he's the most masculine man that ever lived yeah will continue to be that forever yeah uh because he's you know he yeah. died on the cross for your sins anyway you're welcome you're welcome but uh i don't know if i have anything else to say on that i don't know i could go on about it for a hundred years but again like we <laughs> love men we love men. I absolutely love We're men. married to men. Mm. I, I want men to thrive. Mm-hmm. But you guys need to stop shitting on girls. I've been called, like, um, sexist by girls many times. Because they're like, you're so pro-man. Like, I, I didn't, I never wanted to be one of those, like, like, one impossible. of those girls. Like, yeah. oh, like, I'm not like you guys. Like, oh, I like men. I don't like drama. No, that's nonsense. Not like that. But, like, <laughs> I did see that men were being disenfranchised. But it's like, okay, I feel like men... We've supported you enough, and now you're starting to bite the hand that was feeding you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. What did I do? I've been a, I've been very pro men for many years, and now all of a sudden I'm the I've hit guy. a wall because yeah. I'm over thirty. Like I, like I had sex outside of marriage, so I'm a whore. Like all yeah. these things. It's like, and there's no redemption, by the way. No, of course not. There's no there's grace, no, no redemption. redemption. Yeah. Like oh, these girls are ex OnlyFans, and now it's like so let them. Let them redeem themselves? Yeah, no, like we maybe, don't have any grace. But so rather than teach them the gospel, you're just going to shame them, push them down yeah, and, and make them, them worse, yeah. feel worse and, and make them think that they can't change. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense that women are moving more and more to the left. Y'all did this. Mm-hmm. There's no one to blame but you. Mm-hmm. You. You. Not me. You. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Go to church. Okay. Um, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. So why is his surname more important than yours? A barrister sparks debate as she urges all pregnant women to give babies their name. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll answer that question yeah. for her. Okay. So, because I just did this. I went through this. Oh, you gave birth? I did. Recently. Okay. So, well, not recently anymore. <laughs> Anyways, here's why. Okay. So the woman carries the child, gives birth to the child. Most of the time, she exclusively feeds the child for like six months to a year. And like takes and takes care everything. of the child most yeah. of the time. Like she's basically the baby is attached to your hip for at least three months, if not six, if not a year. Yeah. The father has almost nothing to do. And that's why you let them have the name thing. Because I felt like if I, if my husband didn't at least ha- let his he wouldn't daughter feel he like would, he contributed. He would feel like he's completely left out of it. And yeah. I'm like happy that she has this name because it's like, at least you're together. You're bonded. Like I don't need to bond with her. You I'm bonded. I'm very bonded. Like, <laughs> We, she screams if I leave the room. Like, I get it. We're bonded. So, like, I'm happy to let him have that. And it, women need to just, like, move past it. Yeah, I, past. I wrote that, like, I just think it's a sign of respect. Yeah. To be honest. And obviously, women do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But I think that doesn't that doesn't take away the fact that a father's role is so important in his child's life, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially as they get older. Like, like children need a father. Yeah. And he's like, my dad has been such a good dad to me my whole life. Like, you know, same me with too. you. Me too. Right. Like I wouldn't be who I am without my Your dad. Your dad's been great to me. Right. Yeah. My dad's been so great to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't know. I, I've been blessed to have a good father. Like the least my mom. It's a way to honor his name. him. Yeah. Because you, we should be honoring our mothers as well. We should yes, honor them honor every both day. Our parents. Exactly. Yeah. And we have to do that in different ways. And like, I do think I like, you know, how there's Mother's Day and Father's Day. Like, absolutely. We need to honor honor our father. But I think there should be like two Mother's Days for every one Father's Day. (laughs) I think we should cancel them both because it's too expensive. It's expensive. It's enough already. Or birthdays should be about the mom. Just make birthdays bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, like my birthday last year when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, this shouldn't be about me. This should be about my mom. Because, like, what did you do on your birthday? Nothing. Your mom pushed you out of her vagina, you crazy mother effers. They're like, crazy. Oh, what a crazy thing to do. Like, on my baby's birthday, it's going to be about me. It's gonna be- <laughs> yeah, I just think the problem with, like, this uh, this narrative around the name is that it's kind of produces some, like, resentment, resentment. towards men. And I just don't think, like, I don't want to be guilty of what we're accusing men of doing. No. Um I do think on the other side of the argument, like I saw someone that I work with at Redux post, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said that um, like your, your father got the name that he was born with. It was passed down from someone else. It's the same when I'm born. My name's just passed down from someone else. So it's like, you kind of both earn your names the same way. It's just the man's yeah. carries over. Yeah, it's true. So it's like, I get that argument where it's like, well, it's just like uh, my birthright 
to the name, my family name is the same as a man. Exactly. But, they, like, my, but it's out of respect. Yeah. To take and like my maternal, like my maiden name or my real last name is my father's name. Yeah. And then like, like if I was to be like, well, I want my mother, like what's my mother's maiden name? That's her father's name. Like if right. you just keep going back, it's always the father's name. So it's like your, your name is the, your grandfather's name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's never really but yours. But your dad's name is also his dad's exactly. name. So it's like, exactly. it's, it's just the same thing really. It's just, again, it's just, just get over it. It's just a bunch of letters and like, yeah, it I, it sucks because I don't have my, the same last name as my daughter because I didn't change my name when I got married. So like her name is not my name, which that makes it harder. You can still anything. change it though. Oh, well, I could change my name. Your I, name. Yeah. yeah, no, I could. I don't really want to. It's a lot of work, you guys. Yeah. Honestly, I did I'm change good. my name and it was not fun. I've been married for almost a year and my husband just recently was like, oh yeah, you didn't change your name. And I'm like, do you not remember us having this conversation? But you're still probably, like when people refer to you, it's by Mrs. Last, husband's last name. Well, yeah, probably. like when we have, like our kids' friends will call me Mrs. Him. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so I'd, it's just like on paper. It's not actually, absolutely. again, Whatever, we digress. Okay, I think that's the show. Wait, that's we the forgot show. to talk about all of our um, partners. So we'll do it quick. Okay, so Covenant Eyes, all you porn addicts listening to this stop show. Stop watching porn. Stop watching porn. If you want to block your kids from accessing porn, you yourself just don't want to see that crap on your TL, you need Covenant Eyes. Go to covenanteyes.com. Use code shallow and it. Check out for your first month free. It basically blocks all porn on any devices. So you can download the app. After you sign up at CovenantEyes.com, use code ShallowN for your first month free. Take it away, Kurt. And uh, how are you feeling? Not so good? That's why you need Oyster Max. It's a supplement with B2, vitamin B12, mm-hmm. zinc, maybe copper. I'm not sure about that one. And definitely <laughs> iodine. It's uh, from Marine Health Foods, which is in Ireland, and they make everything in-house. A woman. A woman. Company. She's a marine biologist. She makes it herself with her own little hands. Uh, we don't know that. We don't know about that. But she makes it in-house in Ireland. Go to marinehealthfoods.com and use code SHALLOWEN for 10% off your first order. And start feeling good. You feel bad? Feel, feel good. good. All right. Well, I think that's the shirt. That's the shirt. We'll s- see you next time. We'll see you next Thursday. Follow us. Subscribe. Share. Like. Comment. Whatever. Just please help the show grow. We can't do it without you. We are, we're doing everything we can. Well, we can, but we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to. We love you. And thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. See you next Thursday. 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 Bye. Thursday.